Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normia Vasquez-Scales, at your disposal. Tonight's episode, Eternal Flames Ablaze, Rekindling Romantic Love. My Love Remains by Zvikov Sherema. Seasons come, seasons go. Summer's rain, autumn's fall, cold as night was winter snow. Now flowers bud on spring day's shore. Seasons come, seasons go. I buried your love in winter snow, yet feeling stronger than before, but again in spring to grow. Seasons come, seasons go. Forgot summer's love in winter snow, but when you came, what I saw reminds me yet again. Those seasons come, those seasons go. My love for you will remain. Welcome back yet again to another sprightly episode, my dearest listeners. Contrary to countless prior episodes, I'm going to cut through the chase and plunge to the shared findings on the aforementioned topic of rekindling old flames. Hence, for those of you at the crossroads, rather straddling the fence of going back to move forward per se, and love, of course, in this context. Well, perhaps this evening's shared findings will lend clarity, impart wisdom, and extinguish your indecisiveness. So, without further ado, let's delve into the initial finding. So here's the first shared finding. Um, I'd like to commence with, this is uh, found on startsat60.com, and it's titled, Can Can Rekindle Romances Work? What happens when you, when your old flames contact you? Very relevant, very relevant. Which inspired this episode? Yes, I'm speaking from most recent experience, my dear listeners. So, according to this author here, um, many couples find happiness later in life after an earlier romance. Couples from across the world regularly share stories of lost love and finding each other again after years, years apart. But does it happen like that every single solitary instance? Or could an old flame making contact just unsettle you more than ever? Falling head over heels for someone when you were younger may have felt all-consuming, but relationships can come to an end for a number of reasons, with many people moving on and enjoying happy marriages and families with someone else. However, following a split 
later in life or the tragic death of a partner, you may be open to the idea of dating again. Linda Prescott, chief matchmaker at Ideal Introduction, told Starts at 60 that people over their 50s and 60s tend to, quote, shy away from dating as they struggle to find other single people their age. But what happens if an old flame gets in contact? Whether you've remained in touch with them on and off, sporadically, or as I say, you've eclipsed into in and out of one another's lives, undulating, undulating in and out of one another's lives, or you haven't heard from them in decades, it may be unsettling. A lot of couples find that they can slip back into a comfortable space and go on to have a very happy relationship, but is that true of everyone? So Prescott explained it's more about companionship for mature adults and rekindling an old romance can bring a quote, sense of familiarity and history. She said, you're different people years later and have refreshed views of dating, adding, some rekindled relationships end up being the most wonderful ones. However, be aware, please be advised, that not all past relationships can work in the future. So Nancy Kalish, a professor at the California State University, studied 1,001 people. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. If that's not a mirrored number, I don't know what is. Twin flames. <laughs> Note, please check out my prior episode on that subject of rekindled flames. But Nancy Kalish studied 1,001 people who had ended a relationship only to rekindle, rekindle it at least five years later in a survey carried out between 1993 and 1996. So the results found that 72% were still with their, quote, lost love. At the end of the survey, with many commenting on the intensity of their romance the second time around. However, writing for the Washington Post shortly after, Kalish admitted of those previous participants by 2006, only 49% were still together a decade later. She blamed social media for a lot of the splits, claiming it allowed people to remain anonymous so they're able to make contact with an ex while they're still in another relationship, causing heartache to both sides down the line. Meanwhile, writing for Psychology Today, clinical psychologist and marriage counselor Randy Gunther said a lot of the people searching and yearning for a lost love are still in an unhappy relationship of their own. For those who aren't, she added, quote, their searching may be driven by nostalgia, haunting feelings that they left a past relationship prematurely or reminded of a past love. She said a person must distinguish. You have to discern between hopeful fantasy, and that's quoted, driven by a current poor relationship and believing it is real love this time around. She added many times, the years that were missed have too large, have left too large a gap and the fantasies of what could have been done don't match up. They're not proportionate with what actually happens in reality, but many do. There are plenty of happy stories still, and just recently, two former sweethearts who were separated by war and another circumstances found one another again 62 years later. Eric Tweedale, 96, and Enid Bradshaw, 94, met in 1939 in Sydney, Sydney, Australia, 
where they were both part of a youth group and went on to get engaged. However, their relationship fizzled while Eric was away with the Navy and both went on to marry other people and have children of their own. According to the Daily Telegraph, they were finally reunited in 2004 at a reunion for the youth group and they stayed in touch from then on, with Enid finally decided, not deciding to move to a retirement village close to Eric's home. So they're now, once again, a happy couple. Sharing her advice for couples rekindling an old romance again, Prescott told Starts at 60, it's important to take it slow and talk about why it ended the first time. It's also paramount to remember they're not, quote, replacing a later partner and to treat it as a, as a new, fresh new beginning, a fresh start. So there you have it. Now let's toggle over to the independent. And this is titled, Old Flames Reunited Make the Most Lasting Marriages. I'm gonna give some abridged excerpts um, per the author, Sherry Norton. So the rekindling of young love, young love after many years is the key to long-lasting wedded bliss, according to researchers. The rekindling of young love after many years apart is the key to, is also, um, or, or should I say a study, let me digress here, in the United States found that people who rekindled youthful romances at least five years after they'd split had a 76% chance of remaining together in comparison with a, with a 40% chance of successful marriage in the rest of the population, so in that remainder. The study is the first done on, done on people reunited with a lost lover after years apart. Nancy Kalish, here we go again, ring her head again in this particular source, and colleagues from California State University found it was not just a nostalgia of aging that made people look for their lost love. The average age of those involved in the reunions was, on, was actually 36. Older couples attributed their success to having refound their soulmates and to increased maturity. Some 55% chose to reunite with someone they loved when they were 17 or younger, their first love. And 29% chose a former sweetheart from late adolescence. The researchers found the most common reason for the initial romance breaking up was parental disapproval. Hmm. Accounting for 25% of the cases. So other frequent reasons included we were too young, that was 11%, moved away, another 11%, and left to attend school, another 7%. None of those who took part in the study said the relationship ended because they were not getting on. So not all relationships um, end on a sour note, per se. There are a myriad of circumstances. Geographic distance, well, that definitely resonates in, in, in my experience, in my actually um, most successful relationships. But getting back to the source, Professor Kalish said, perhaps absence really does make the heart grow fonder. They were not the 10 minute loves that adults often attribute to teenagers. More than one third of the initial romances had lasted 13 months to three years. Some 15% had lasted four or five years and 12% more than five years. 
So many of those who were reunited said that they resented their parents belittling these early romances, calling them crushes or puppy love. If you haven't seen, uh, had the pleasure of, of, of watching or viewing the movie The Notebook, then this definitely, definitely speaks volumes. You know, without, I don't want to spoil it, but I implore you if you haven't done so already. So, many reported great bitterness towards parents for bringing them apart years later. Ooh, very relevant. This research may serve as a cautionary tale for today's parents to think twice before they interfere with a teen's romance or dismiss it as merely puppy love. So the professor said curiosity or finding their first love by chance caused problems for some people. A person may not have thought of cheating on a spouse. He or she may play around on a computer at work one day, type the name of the first love as a lark, and out pops the email address. And those are the words of uh, Professor Kalish. So Professor Kalish found that innocent emails did not remain innocent for long. 71% of respondents reported obsessive and compulsive thoughts about their lost love. The professor said the couple's first love had endured throughout their many years apart, and in the case of widows and widowers, often through the very happy intervening marriages. However, given the high extramarital affairs rate, married people should be cautioned not to contact a lost love. An example of young love rekindled is provided by June Chapman and Eric Turner. So Miss Chapman was 16 when she met Miss Turner at the aircraft factory where they worked. They became sweethearts and dated for three years prior to Mr. Turner leaving their hometown of Swindon, Wiltshire to begin his national service. Letters were exchanged, but after a year, the two lost touch. Over the next 50 years, they both married and were widowed before being reunited last year. Mr. Turner proposed in October, and Miss Chapman said, Eric and I met in 1950, and from the moment we began dating, I knew we were made for each other. We had so much fun. Eric was always making me laugh. Miss Chapman married and had two children. John and I ran the pub for over 35 happy years, but I never forgot about Eric. Every time I heard our song, Jealous Heart by Connie Francis, I recalled the first time Eric kissed me. After her husband died of a stroke, she met an old friend by chance and they reminisced about their teenage years. A couple of weeks later, I was serving at the bar when a voice I had not heard for nearly 40 years asked me if there was any chance of a pint. I looked up and there was Eric. The hair was grayer and the face a little more wrinkled, but other than that, he was just as handsome as ever, Miss Chapman said. After six months, they moved in together. Our relationship is just as passionate and physical as before. Although now we've lost all of our teenage inhibitions, she said. Mr. Turner said that his first marriage was wonderful, but his wife Gwen died of a heart attack when she was 58. June was my first love, and I never forgot her. When I saw June again, the old feelings came rushing back. I wasn't going to let her go a second time, he said. there you have it. So, moving right along, 
let's explore and delve a little further into when old romances are rekindled. And this is Monk MonkPreyoglashala.in. After all this time, always, the iconic Severe Snape moment changed the entire series for the author, leaving its readers completely speechless. And for a Potterhead, there were, will never be a moment as defining as true love as this one. The story of young love that never ended, it never wavered, despite the adversities and its unrequited nature. Most of us, like Snape, are left with a deep impression of our first initial loves. A relationship in our, in our teens or early 20s is never forgotten and may in fact be a lot more powerful than you think. So powerful that the magic never really fades. We may leave those relationships behind and move on with our lives, but what happens when years later we are reconnected with an old flame? Movies are abundant with stories of rekindled love. Oh yes, my favorite. And most end with happy reunions. A study showed that 102 out of 120 movies dealing with rekindled love ended well. An overwhelming majority, but does this hold true in real life as well? Well, surprisingly, it does. Rekindled love can be a lot more than just a bout of passion and reminisce. Research has shown that a whopping 71% believe that rekindled reunions were the most intense relationships of of their lives. And this was reflecting the success rate of staying together 78%. Quote, It was as if the sun just came out after a very long winter, says Josh, who met his old sweetheart at a reunion. In fact, Research suggests that rekindled romances make the most lasting marriages. The intensity and emotion experienced whilst reuniting with an old love may be unfathomable. I can definitely attest to that. Given the history and complexities with these relationships, come with. One main factor that influences reunions is the reason why couples grew apart in the first place. A relationship that ended with good reason is less likely to succeed if rekindled. However, a relationship that ended because of factors beyond one's control, like parental disapproval, which is 25%, education, 11%, is more likely to succeed. Such relationships are usually characteristic of our teens or early 20s. These years are the most adventurous times of our lives and are also the time of our lives that we remember best, even when we're 90. A phenomenon known as the reminisce reminiscence bump, pardon me. It is then not surprising that we have vivid memories of our relationships during this period. Meeting an old flame from your early years brings back these memories and all the happy and sad times you spent together. It is also during this time that we form our identities and self, sense of self. So romantic relationships do play a vital role in our identity development again for the author, forming the base for our future relationships and reconnecting with an old flame transports us to our ideal self of the past, giving us an opportunity to once again fulfill our adolescent ideals and longings, making rekindled love an enticing experience. The sheer joy and intensity can be so powerful that if 
either partner is committed or married while such reunions occur, the other relationships, even marriages, may actually be called off. One of Hollywood's most famous romantic trilogies, the Before series, is an honest depiction of this. Jesse and Celine meet nine years after their one-day romance, but it was enough for them to leave behind the lives they led for nine years to be together again. This may seem surreal, idiotic even, but the truth is that old romances can be very influential. There's also a biological element to this. According to the author, these romantic relationships were first forged during adolescence, a highly hormonally charged period of our lives. The heightened levels of testosterone and progesterone make relationships during this period an extremely intense and passionate experience. When confronted years later with individuals with whom we share this experience, we can recollect these heightened sensations, but our brain also releases oxytocin, the same hormone that aids mother and child bonding following birth. This chemistry sets the perfect stage for a union between passion and attachment, according to the author. However, others may view such romances rather skeptically. Quote, you don't really know this person. You haven't seen him or her in years. It's just a midlife crisis, a desire to get back one's youth. And re rekindled romance is just a fantasy. These are some things those in a rekindled relationship may often hear. So Nancy Kalish, an expert on rekindled ro romance, has debunked these statements as nothing more than myths. She, she states, for most, the relationships are intense because they finally get to the get right the wrong get to right the wrong pardon me they feel like this is the person they were intended to be with they were meant to be with so today with the advent of technology reconnecting with an old flame has become very easy facebook will probably ensure that they are never out of sight but this ease and facility doesn't impact the stability even among these for those who leave their marriages to stay with a former sweetheart the divorce rate is as low as 0.4%. So, in conclusion, while reuniting with an old love may be euphoric and intense, most couples work through this to build a long-lasting and stable relationship. So, for someone who had no good reason to break up in the first place, this lost love need not, not stay lost. So, as you can see, it is quite possible. Here's the psychology of why rekindled romances are so intense, according to Olivia Goldhill at Quartz. Last month, the New York Times Modern Love co column told the tale of two romantic relationships that ended and were then rekindled many years later. So the author's romance first ended when her boyfriend lost a piece of paper with her address and had no other way of contacting her. When they saw each other again after 20 years, she writes, our long lost love was still there, not wanting others to make the same mistake. The author persuades an interviewee to tell a former girlfriend that he still loves her. This romance is also rekindled once the girlfriend breaks off her existing engagement to move in with her ex. Because real love, once blossomed, never disappears, writes the author. But is it really the case that both people had found their true soulmate, let them slip by, 
and then found them again years later? Or is it simply psychologically intoxicating to reunite with a former partner and a mixture of nostalgia and fantasy combined to recreate the romance? Again, bring her head, her head again in this source, Dr. Nancy Kalish, Professor and Emeritus at California State University, as we've already noted, um, argues that the former is true. Most people have no interest in rekindling former romances that often ended for a good reason, but for those who cannot forget a lost love interest and seek to meet them again, the result can often be a long-lasting and meaningful relationship. Okay? So... For most, the relationships, we've already established that they're intense because they finally get to right the wrong, you know, per this author. Um, it notes, you know, the study, as, as we've already explored. And it notes that, um, so they already know a great deal about each other and people become nostalgic. The further they get from an experience, the more likely they are to remember all the good parts. She says, romantic love is like a sleeping cat and can be awakened at any minute. It can, if it can be awakened by somebody once, it can probably be awakened a second time. So Fisher, another entity, adds that we don't tend to alter the requirements of what we're looking for in a partner. So if someone seems suitable once, they could likely be appealing again. But clinical psychologist Dr. Joe Carver, who says he's worked with several reunion relationships over 45 years of practice, warns that we tend to remember positive emotional experiences more strongly than negative moments from relationships. He quotes, your brain has found the old warm and fuzzy memories and suddenly you feel 17 again and in love, he tells Quartz in an email. In truth, you actually have no knowledge or understanding of this individual Carver adds that rekindled relationships are incredibly intense because couples can skip past the getting to know you phase. We can go from nice to see you to seeing them naked in less than 24 hours. It's an instant relationship. You just don't put it, put it in the microwave, he says. Reuniting an old relationship might be immediately easy and intense, but it seems that many couples manage to last through the initial euphoria and build a stable relationship as we've already established, my dear listeners. And while a couple's, couples are, are, you know, are unlikely to work a second time around if they fought constantly and were unhappy together, prospects are better for those who had, again, no good reason for breaking up initially. So for those who just can't forget their lost love, the quote, one who got away needn't be gone for good. Three essential rules to follow, okay? To make reuniting with the past love work. And this is a source uh, from yourtango.com by Lori Bizoko. Thanks to social networking sites like Facebook, per Lori, reuniting with the past love, as we've established again, is becoming more and more prevalent. As a woman who redated a man she married after several, several years apart, she confesses to being part of this growing trend. However, most rekindlers, as experts call them, are folks who get together after decades apart. Again, I can attest to that. At first, redating an old flame can feel more comfortable than getting to know someone new. But depending on how long you dated, how well you knew one another, and the intensity of your past romance, 
there could be a highly charged emotional outcome. Unlike a new relationship, old issues could resurface. If your breakup, again, was caused by deception or cheating, you'll discover that it's challenging to move forward. So moving back to move forward, you know, will be difficult. If the separation was caused otherwise by, say, geographic changes, parental disapproval, as we've noted previously, the chances of a successful reunion are greater. So number one, our first recommendation is to not not overthink it. After the initial excitement of reconnecting wears off, don't begin overanalyzing the past errors or reasons or rationale for the breakup before. If he cheated on you when you were 17, it doesn't mean that he'll do it again at 37. Interesting. If her father didn't like you when you were in college, maybe he won't feel that way today. Maybe, perhaps, he wanted his daughter to finish school and explore the world before she settled down. No matter what the past situation, start fresh, start anew, new beginnings, not just cliche, and approach the reunion with the same outlook as you would a new relationship. Number two, don't think, quote, I already know you. Just as you've likely changed over the years since last being with your ex, your ex has undergone physical, emotional, and intellectual changes as well. It's easy to fall into the old patterns when reconnecting with someone But don't be so quickly convinced that you know all of one another's likes and dislikes, ebbs, flows, and every curvature, curvature in every line of one another. Although some of what you recall about one another could still be true 25 years later, people change a great tremendously over the course of their lives. Yes, again, I second that. Throw away your preconceived thoughts about who the other person is and just relish the time to get to know one another, enjoy one another, savor savor one another. Number three, last but not least, it must be about more than comfort. Before getting serious about your blast from the past, please ensure you're doing it for the right reasons. Evaluate your current situation and ask yourself why you want to reconnect. Perhaps you just came through a divorce or death of your last child, moved out of the house, leaving you alone. If you're feeling lonely inside and longing for a companion, it can often feel easier going back to a familiar lover rather than moving forward to someone new. Evaluate your current situation and ensure that your intentions, that keyword intentions are real, are authentic prior to seeking out a past lover. Despite the potential issues that could arise, the rekindler romances, they do have a high success rate. There we go. So hopefully you, as always, extracted the pulp, the meat, the benevolence in the, you know, the thick of the episode. It is possible, contrary to my former belief, to move, go back to move forward with a past love or that eternal flame as as one may refer to it as. It all is a matter of circumstance. So with that, I'll leave you to your thoughts and hopefully this will dissolve any indecisiveness or apprehension that may have befallen some of you, my dear listeners. At this juncture, I'd like to pause 
and render accolades to my behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, as always, for your unwavering support amid these years. Coupled with all of you magnifying listeners, expanding, speckling, amplifying amid the globe. This radio movement and platform does rest upon your very broad shoulders, so please, I humbly implore your continued listenership. Spread the word, in fact. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez Scales, signing off.